This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Farm Journal's Trust in Food Initiative and the America's Conservation Ag Movement, launching July 26th on the National Mall. Learn more at trustinfood.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. House Democrats and U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer had another meeting on Capitol Hill today to see where things stand for congressional consideration of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. A working group has been meeting with Lighthizer to try and finalize USMCA negotiations between Capitol Hill and the administration. A House Ways and Means Committee Democrat says it's time for those negotiations to demonstrate progress. I think anytime there's negotiations, you got to take a while to feel each other out. And they're going through the feel each other out phase right now, which is understandable. But what we need is actually people to start rolling up their sleeves and talking about what exactly they're looking for. That's California Democrat Jimmy Panetta, the only Democrat on both the House Ways and Means and Agriculture Committees. He says part of that need for progress falls on the shoulders of his caucus. But now it's time for Democrats to explain exactly what we need and see where that agreement can basically reach that in the sense that, and then how do we put it into the agreement? Ways and Means Chair Richard Neal says working group Democrats have done just that. In a statement after the meeting, he said working group members have laid out their concerns and proposals in three of the four issue areas, access to medicines, labor, and the environment. Many House Democrats have suggested reopening the agreement as an avenue to address their concerns. Panetta says he's not sure if that's on the table. I'm not sure if that's an option at this point, but I think Lighthizer is smart enough to figure out a way to uh, address the majority's concerns. Neil says he and Lighthizer will have another meeting next week. Panetta spoke with AgriPulse after addressing members of the National Corn Growers Association who are in town this week for their annual Corn Congress. NCGA Vice President Kevin Ross says USMCA remains the group top legislative priority. We got to get that done. We got to make sure that it gets to a vote in the House here uh, sometime this year and, and, and gets moved across the finish lines. Aside from the agreement, NCGA members are also speaking about biofuel policy on Capitol Hill. He says producers plan to voice their frustration about the Trump administration's use of small refinery exemptions from the renewable fuel standard. You know, from everything we've heard, they're having a lot of internal conversations on this at the administration level, and we appreciate that. So I got to think that a whole lot of other farmers out here saying the same thing certainly backs up that message. NCGA members also passed a sense of the Corn Congress resolution calling on President Donald Trump to uphold his commitments to protect the renewable fuel standard. They say granting SREs undermines the law and benefits of renewable fuels. The administration is also hearing SRE concerns from the petroleum side of the conversation. In a letter to EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler today, Leanne Johnson of the Small Refinery Coalition says the administration needs to act on outstanding waiver requests from the 2018 compliance year or the administration will be subject to a lawsuit. Under the Clean Air Act, EPA is supposed to act on petitions within 90 days of receiving them, according to the coalition. Johnson says the coalition will sue within 60 days if the petitions are not addressed. Finally today, USDA is rolling out a new online tool for producers. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Officials at the Department of Agriculture hope to make the process of finding farm loans easier through a new web tool. The department released the Farm Loan Discovery Tool this afternoon. USDA Farm Service Agency Administrator Richard Fordyce says the tool should help make the process of borrowing money less intimidating for farmers. Credit is critically important to agriculture. And so I think the goal in developing the tool was 
to um, you know maybe reduce that intimidation a little bit by uh, by answering these questions kind of in the privacy of your own home or privacy of your own business. The second reason for developing the tool was to shorten the time frame of processing a loan. So if that work is being done by the potential borrower ahead of time, that is some work that that our staff don't necessarily have to have to work on. Um, but certainly are welcome, uh, you know, the potential borrower is welcome to come in and if they have any questions whatsoever. But try to get some of that work done ahead of time, uh, which hopefully will get us to a loan closing that's sooner. FSA has seen an 18% increase in the amount it has obligated for direct farm ownership loans over the last year. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Join Farm Journal's Trust in Food this July 26th on the National Mall for the launch of America's Conservation Ag Movement. Learn how we're helping farmers and ranchers make more sustainable and profitable business decisions. Sign up at trustinfood.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.